Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. About 30 years ago, do you know one of the best places to connect with your customers? Their car. (laughs) The very first thing that people would do once they got into their car in the morning was tune into their favorite radio stations. And chances are that it would remain on for the entire commute, whether it was to work or school and back and forth. And this offered advertisers a captive audience, literally. I mean, especially if the driver was on the freeway. (laughs) But then around probably 15 years ago, things started to shift. People stopped listening to the radio as much, you know, especially when they were headed to work. Instead, they'd put on music from their MP3 player, right? And not a whole lot of opportunities to advertise your business on an iPod. (laughs) Well, I guess unless you're Apple. So recently, though, the tide has begun to turn back and people, again, are listening to radio. But instead of tuning into their local radio station, they're listening to podcasts. So podcasts are the new radio star. Podcast types range from interviews with celebrities to political talk, really to people talking about, well, nothing. (laughs) Like radio, podcasting is absolutely free, but unlike radio, it gives you the freedom to listen to what you want whenever you want, and it's only becoming more and more popular. So what does this mean? Well, should you start a podcast? Is it going to be a good way to connect with your clients and your customers? Well, there's a lot that goes into it, so let's talk a little bit about setting up a brand new podcast. So why are podcasts so effective? Well, really, I mean, podcast, wow. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Over the last decade, podcasts have become one of the most popular forms of spoken entertainment. I mean, one of the main reasons that you might want to create a podcast is to position yourself as an expert in your field. So if your audience knows you as an expert, then they'll be more attracted to your online product offerings and services. And if you can't convince your audience and you know convert them into paying customers, then you won't be getting the most value out of your podcast. So one of the ways to do this through a podcast is to have a really compelling call to action at the end of every podcast. And you know, it's not something that you have to wing. You know, in fact, it's probably better if you have something scripted, that way you make sure that you hit all of those really important points. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but you really should aim your call to action to getting people 
maybe to download an opt-in that goes along with the podcast that takes them even further into the topic and gets them that quick win that they're looking for. You know, it really needs to be something that can really push your listener to that next step. And then hopefully to the step after that, which will be working with you. So now starting your own podcast, this is a topic that I'm pretty super acquainted with as I've recently started my own podcast. And I also um, do a lot of podcast work for my clients. And, you know, it is a lot of hard work, you know, but I can honestly say that I found it to be so worth it, not just for myself, but my clients as well. In fact, I've had a lot of clients that were doing so well in podcasting that it really inspired me to get into the podcasting game. And while many people start podcasts for fun, you know, as a small business owner or entrepreneur, you really do have that return on investment that you want to keep an eagle eye on. You know, the reason you want to create a podcast is to better position yourself as that expert in your industry and then build your audience and customer base as well. And creating a podcast isn't quite as easy as just sitting down at your computer with a mic and, you know, talking about the first thing that pops into your head. If you want to create a successful podcast that actually helps people grow their business, then you do need to do a lot of planning. And as podcasting is an audio-based medium, then you also need equipment. So you really want the quality of your voice to be as high as possible. You know, I'm not suggesting that you spend thousands of dollars on equipment. It's really not necessary, but there are some pieces of equipment that you really do need. So of course, you're going to need an excellent quality mic. And I will um, leave some links below for you to check out some of the different equipment that I use and that my clients use. And I'll make sure to kind of go into more description there. So a good mic, you'll also want to purchase some extras like a pop filter. Um, that prevents the popping sound whenever you say a P or a B. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I would avoid any extra purchases, you know, like a mic arm or a shock mount right now. You know, you may not need it, you know, something you can get later. But, you know, for just getting started, you know, that's really what you need. And of course, you'll need some auditing, um, audio editing software. You know, you can splurge for things, you know, like um, for your Mac, you know, GarageBand, um, something like that. But, you know, there's a learning curve for those tools. And if you're just getting started with podcasting, you know, that can be a little bit overwhelming. So you might want to look into hiring a virtual assistant team to maybe help you with that. That's something that we do a lot. So, you know, if you're going to give it a try yourself, then my advice would be to record a few minutes of test podcasting and then edit that together. You know, gives you, gives you a little bit of practice, you know. And of course, there's always YouTube. <laughs> you can get a lot of information from YouTube. And But again, if you need help, please reach out. So for a podcast to be successful, it really needs to be more than just audio. You should have professionally designed graphics for the cover art. You know, you need to have some great music and an intro and outro. You need your show notes written in a way that can be used, you know, to get it the word out there as a blog post, you know. So there is, you know, some work that needs to be done there as well. And of course, you're going to be spending some time getting the word out about your podcast. I mean, after all, there's so many podcasts nowadays that you won't be able to build a listenership if you aren't telling people about it. 
You can incorporate your podcast advertising into your regular digital marketing, including social media, um, your email newsletter, your calls to action within your content on your website and other places as well. But you really do need to market the podcast to get it out there. So there's two ways to go about podcasting. You can write and record a script or you can wing it off the top of your head. I have clients that do both. I mean, personally, I prefer to have a written script or at least some bullets. It means that I can make sure that I won't forget any important details and I can minimize my mm and hmms <laughs> while I'm trying to think of what to say if I'm speaking on the fly. And that said, there are certainly places for unscripted podcasts. So for example, if you have a guest, you know, that might be kind um, a podcast that would work that way. It's more conversational and it kind of needs to flow. And if you're spending time writing a script for both people, yourself and the guest, well, then you're kind of writing a play, right? So <laughs> that sounds fun. And if you do decide to go off script, it would be really smart to at least have some notes in front of you, just in case you forget something. You know, you can take a peek and see where you're at and get back on point. And you can also make sure that you're kind of checking off everything that you want to cover in the podcast. So recording the podcast is where most people find the fun. That seems to be the fun part. You know, I certainly have a good time when I'm doing it, but it might not be fun for everyone. You know, some people can get really self-conscious when they try to speak their thoughts out loud. At first, recording a podcast, it can feel a little bit artificial. I mean, you know, especially if you're doing it alone like I am at first, it felt very weird to be here and talking like to myself. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of weird. But, you know, as time went on and I got more practice, I started to feel much more comfortable with it. It feels like there's a much better flow now and it feels more authentic. So when you're recording, make sure that you're in a very quiet room that doesn't have an echo. <laughs> and if you're recording at home or in your home office like I am, make sure that everyone knows that you're recording so there won't be any interruptions. I have to tell Eben like three or four times before I start to record to be quiet. <laughs> or he may come out and sing as he walks past me in the hallway. <laughs> so you also want to make sure that you put away your phone and you silence your tablet and your computer. You don't want things vibrating or dinging in the background, you know, it really throws you off. And then of course, you've got to either start over or edit that out. And so try to minimize those distractions from the get go. And then whether it be blog posts, newsletters, podcasts, it really can be tough to create new content on a really regular schedule. And I'm here to tell you, it's the truth. <laughs> I try to record as many as I can at a time, but let's be honest, I run a very, very busy digital marketing agency. And, you know, some weeks I'm lucky if I can just record the one. And like this week, I usually record my podcast on maybe a Thursday, but I broke a tooth. Yes, I broke a tooth. <laughs> so that threw my schedule completely off. So here I am. It's a Friday afternoon. I'm like ready to wrap up the day. And here I am recording. So when you're a small business owner, the point is things that can demand your attention at the most inconvenient times, you know, and things happen. You break a tooth, you know. So if you can record in advance, I highly, highly recommend it. And, you know, that way, if 
something comes up and you're not able to record one week, well, you know, it's okay. And you can create an editorial calendar for your podcast. So I do that for my own and for all my clients where I break it down week by week by topic, title, talking points, products and services to promote, guests, the whole nine yards. This way you can keep everything organized and your podcast recording sessions always have a focus. And to maximize your podcast potential, you should pick topics that appeal to the broadest range of your audience. If you want this topic, you know, if you make it too insular, it can be challenging to attract subscribers. You know, this is a place where I've helped clients really hone in. You know, when I'm working on, say, a blog post with them, I always create an editorial calendar to make sure that we're both on the same page and the same is essential for podcasting. So what about guests? Well, I haven't had any guests yet on my podcast, but it's something that I'm going to be doing soon in the future. I wanted to really get comfortable with with the medium on my own first before I started to invite other people in. And it, and I have found it can be challenging to figure out how to fill an entire podcast when it's just me. <laughs> when you have a guest, you know, things seem to happen a lot easier. At least I found that when I've been a guest on other people's podcasts. And having a guest on your podcast, you know, it can take on several different formats. You know, you could have a conversation with them about a specific topic. You could even interview them about their field of expertise. You know, either way, you're really going to be creating compelling content that also is helping to build your audience through their audience. Yeah. Hello. Yay. Crossovers. <laughs> when speaking with a guest, it's really important to remember that the focus should be on them. You know, after all, you invited them. <laughs> they have valuable insight and ideas that your audience will really benefit from. So you want to try not to monopolize the conversation, which can be a little bit tricky at first. And you might even, you might not even realize that you're doing it. <laughs> if the conversation really kind of peters out at some point, or, you know, you kind of find yourself unsure of what to say, don't worry. That's one of the reasons why podcasts aren't done live. You can edit out any of those long pauses or awkward moments or sections where you trip over your own words. <laughs> so trust me, those podcasts where two people talk without pausing for upwards of an hour there's a ton of editing going on there. So if you listen to any podcast, you know how often sponsors like Audible or Squarespace are mentioned. Sponsorship and advertising are fantastic ways to earn money with your podcast. But there are other benefits as well. Many audience members judge a podcast based on the quality of their sponsors. If they hear an established brand like Squarespace, then they assume that the podcast has their seal of approval. And while you are unlikely to get huge major sponsors at first, you know, I recommend that you reach out and try to land some brands pretty immediately. I mean, this will give your podcast credibility and it will bring in a little bit of extra money too. So as you know, I'm a huge believer in recycling content. In last week's podcast, I talked all about how you can recycle a webinar into a ton of different kinds of content for your website. So I'll leave the link below so you can check it out, but you can definitely do the same with your podcast. For example, if you write yourself a script for your podcast, 
if you do a little bit of editing, you can easily turn it into a blog post. And my advice would be to link to the recording of your podcast at the top of it, just, just like I do in my blog. That way you get new written content for your website and your listeners get an easy to scan version of the podcast if they're looking to reference a specific piece of information. So if a particular episode of a podcast goes really well, then you could explore the idea of expanding that topic into a webinar. So after all, you've already done so much of the research. You know, all you need to really do is expand that script and add a visual element to it. And if you have any ideas about how you can recycle your podcast into other types of content, well, I'd love to hear about them. Please, please jump over to our Facebook community. I will leave the link below and I would love to hear how you are recycling your podcast into other types of content. And as an excellent way to build your audience and your audience base is to create brand new content with every episode that you release. So for example, if I were to re release a podcast episode about the importance of project management, then I would probably create some sort of opt-in to go along with that. You know, it would be like a lead magnet for, you know, a getting started guide with teamwork, you know, something like that. This week, for example, I've been working on a brand new free download for myself to accompany this blog. And it's all about getting started with podcasting. So you can think of it as a quick start guide that really lays out all of the necessary steps and equipment that you need to get your podcast off the ground. So what did we learn today? Well, let's review what we learned about podcasting today. So podcasts really have replaced radio as the premier form of entertainment, spoken entertainment anyways. Podcasts really can help position you as an expert online. And starting your own podcast can be a great way to create more content and connect with your audience. You do need a great quality microphone and editing software. And don't forget the details. You know, you really do need album art and marketing. And you can write a script or you can wing it. And practice makes perfect. If your first podcast sounds a little awkward, that's okay. It might be. It'll get better over time. It helps if you create an editorial calendar to keep your recording schedule moving forward. Guests can be a great way to grow your audience. Sponsors can help offset the cost of the show. And you want to make sure that you recycle your podcast content into other forms of content so you get the most bang for all the work that you've done. And you can create new content to go along with your blog post. So remember those lead magnets that you, you know, package up inside of your podcast that really will take your email list to the next level. So like I mentioned above, I'm offering a brand new download to go along with this week's episode. It's a getting started with podcasting guide, really walks you through the whole process, gives you a great checklist, all of the equipment that you need, <laughs> really should help you, you know, dive right into podcasting. You can grab the podcasting download at jennylion.com forward slash podcast tips. Well, I hope you found this podcast on podcasts helpful. I hope you find it inspiring and it makes you want to dig in and give it a try. 
Um, if you like what you hear today on the podcast, I would love it if you'd consider reading and reviewing my show. You can simply scroll down to the bottom, tap to rate with five stars and, you know, select write a review. I'd love to hear what episodes you enjoyed the most. And if you haven't done so already, if you can subscribe, that would be amazing. I'm going to be adding new content weekly. And if you're not subscribed, then there's a chance you might miss out. But until next time, I hope you're having a great productive week and I'll see you next week on Digital Marketing Made Simple. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.